شفیق و قادر لسان تو زهال گسب لکردن تو سنجان اصان وارچ شر دی بزا بروتن کنگ می هست بلسنگ و سلامین Let us exalt and rejoice in it. O Lord, save now. O Lord, send now prosperity. Said unto her, Mary. 
She turned and said unto him, Rabuni, which is to say, Teacher, Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father unto my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things unto him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and God, Amen. Today is the first year we celebrate the Easter without the message of His Holiness Bob Shenouda. And the Church believed and with full assurance in the full resurrection of the body. That's why our celebration is the same. We have some sadness in our hearts for his departure, but a greater joy for he is in a better place and he is going to be risen with the risen Lord. And the church is teaching us that there is no <coughs> joy above the joy of the resurrection, and even there is no sadness can change our joy with our resurrection. As St. Paul said in First Corinthians chapter. <coughs> 15 and verse 15 that if we are not witnessing to the direction by our deeds we will be found false witnesses to God we will be found false witnesses to God and today we are celebrating the resurrection in its full and in its entire celebration because we are here to be real witnesses to the direction of the body and the direction of our Lord Jesus Christ it's a very simple. Can we quiet, please? Can we quiet, please? There is a story that Julius Caesar came to visit Egypt, and then they took him to see the tomb and the coffin of Alexander the Great. He saw it, and then one of the people who were inviting him asked him, "Would you like to see the coffin?" of Ptolemy the second said I am here to see a king not a corpse and when we come to the church we are coming to see the marvelous king Jesus Christ especially in this night we are here to meet the everlasting victorious king our Lord Jesus Christ and I would like to share with you just a small seen from the Old Testament and to connect it with the resurrection of our Lord. The Lord or the Holy Spirit inspired Moses to write the book of Genesis, especially chapter 22. In chapter 22, <coughs> it was when God commanded Abraham or asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac, his only son Isaac. And then he went, he prepared the altar, and he was going to offer him as a burnt offering to God. And just before slaying his son, 
he heard a voice from heaven the angel stopped him and told him now God has seen your obedience and immediately Abraham called this place Yahweh Yarah Jehovah Jireh Jehovah Jireh it means the Lord who provides the Lord who provides it was the first time in the whole Bible to call a place with the name of the Lord Yahovah Jireh and why we are saying this story in this night does it make any difference in the story of resurrection if you see in this story the word Yahweh as we discussed yesterday as mentioned in John chapter 19 and verse 19 we wrote at the top of the cross Jesus of Nazareth the king of the Jews and we said in Hebrew the first letter of the four words is Yahweh again in the cross the Lord is telling us the same message but in its reality in its fullness is telling us in the past Jehovah Jireh Jehovah who provides everything provided a ransom a lamb to replace or to give life to Isaac the son of Abraham but today how much more on the cross it is a perfect offering it is the son of God himself it is a big perfect sacrifice the perfect ransom and he is not only providing a ram or a ransom to us he provided life to the dead as we heard yesterday Saint Essentius was telling us Christ did not come to heal sick people but to raise dead people that's why the procession we had today or tonight and we'll have it for the whole 50 days after the resurrection it is our resurrection with Christ we are celebrating Jehovah Jireh who provided life we said in a few minutes ago that for you are the life of us all salvation of us all and this life is offered to everyone this night but remember Jehovah Jireh appeared for the first time in the Bible when Abraham and Isaac as well obeyed and Jehovah Jireh provided life in Christ when the Son of God accepted to take flesh and to obey his father without any conditions and exactly what St. Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 he obeyed to which extent to the death of the, of the cross to the most shameful death as if he is telling us the obedient is risen he doesn't, know, he doesn't need to say what about the disobedient but he's asking all of us this night are we risen because we choose to be obedient or we are still living in our death one of the contemporary theologians or theologians wrote you will remain dead as far as you refuse to die if still yourself alive if you are still following your own desire if you are still walking your own old ways you will remain dead as far as you refuse to die that's why the whole message of the church in these days are you, have you choose to be obedient to be risen with the risen obedient son or are you still choosing the same disobedience let me remind you of what we said many times before partial obedient is a full disobedient postponed obedient is a full disobedient we are not 
coming before the King of Glory to compromise with his word. In John chapter 12, verse 49 and 50, the Lord was testifying to his disciples what he was saying. He was saying, and I know that his command is an eternal life. Christ is standing in the midst of us today and telling us, I know that his command is an eternal life. Are you still going to compromise with your eternal life? The only one who was able to receive the blessing to say Jehovah Jireh, providing life, offer, perfect offering, he is the priest, he is the high priest, he is the sacrifice, he is the one who accepted the sacrifice in the same time, only under the condition of full obedience. That's why St. Paul was telling us in Romans chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. Through one man, disobedience came into the world. And through another one man, the second Adam, Christ, obedience came into our life once more. But it's very easy to say, but I can't make it. It's very hard. But the Lord is assuring us, His resurrection is to give us and to equip us of what we can do by ourselves. He said in First Peter, chapter, Second Peter, chapter one, verse three, for His divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and goodness. Now it is not your choice, and it's not your own ability. The main difference between Christianity and any other religion, if there is any other religions that it is a divine human act. God knew our weakness. That's why he came man, became man and he offered the bar that we can't afford. And now it is how we can respond. His divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and goodness. And then he is asking us for the full obedience. St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5, taking every thought into captivity to where? To the obedience of Christ. Again, if you are, are looking for a real resurrection with our Lord Jesus Christ, there is no other way rather than the full obedience. Every single compromise is a, is a rejection. Every single partiality of obedience is a full and complete disobedience. And again, it is a continuation of the status of this. I pray that all of us, with one accord, with one heart, to choose the full obedience, to choose that this song that we sang a few minutes ago, Christ is risen, and He raised us with, with Him. As Paul says in Ephesians 2.6, He raised us with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. I pray that this resurrection will be real, effective in every life of us through the full obedience that we are going to choose in Christ and through Christ. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.